Good evening, and welcome to That Which Does Not Kill Us. I am your host, Sarah Arnold. Um, so tonight, I actually want to talk about one of my uh, biggest breakthroughs in uh, my uh, self-help journey, I guess is what I would call it. Happened about a year ago, so Facebook reminded me of this, and I thought I would give this a share. So here we go. I ended up going on a weekend trip to see my uh, closest friend because uh, she moved away, unfortunately. And during this weekend trip, we ended up having a lot of fun. Uh, some of the things we did included going out for pizza, getting mani petties, and then uh, uh, an assortment of uh, drinking expeditions. Um, one of them was a day drinking trip on a Sunday. Um, let me just say, for the record, I am currently on antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, and on a blood pressure medication, okay? So this is pertinent to the story because in preparation of the day drinking, um, I'm not, let me first say, I'm not familiar with all the details of uh, drinking on the medications that I'm on and how well my body does or doesn't tolerate it. So, um, or I wasn't at this time. What I ended up doing was I skipped a dose on, I think it was Friday night. And then, um, this all happened on Sunday where we started early. So I pretty much woke up early enough to take my morning dose. And then I ended up, you know, waiting a couple of hours before having any of the, uh, celebratory entertainment because I didn't want to overdo it and, you know, get all crazy and white girl wasted. So we ended up going to a few different places. Uh, one of them ended up having like really cheap Bloody Marys. I don't remember what the other one had outside of food. Like they had booze and beer, but food was what the change of destination really was about. While we were there, like, it seemed like for the most part, the day was a lot of fun. Like, we had a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. And um, I guess I could say that it was a good time until it wasn't. And by that, I mean, like, I had a mental breakdown. And um, what had happened was we ended up running into somebody. Um I don't know if it was some fucking stranger, if it was somebody that her old man knew. I have no fucking idea. What I know is that um, when I don't feel like socializing, I don't feel like socializing. And so this dude tried to get friendly and it, it could have been like getting fresh and it could have just been legitimately friendly. I don't know when I don't want to talk to people. I don't really care what your intention is. I just don't want to have anything to do with you. Um, and this was one of those moments where, you know what I mean? I was trying to be as cordial as I could be. Um, we ended up moving from one location to another. And at the second location, um, the same dude happened to be there and he got friendlier and like, you know what I mean? Just continued to try to drive conversation. And I was not in a state where I had any desire for, you know, human interaction by this point. And so I pretty much like, told him to fuck off in not so many words and uh he did fuck right on off a little bit and then he started talking to my party about me like within less than like he was less than five feet away from me and he was talking about me and something about this like 
completely set me off. And I pretty much went off on him. And I told him, like, look, motherfucker, if you're going to talk about me, like, if, if you're going to talk about me, like, I'm right here. You may as well talk to me rather than talk about me like I'm not even fucking here. And, um, and this is where the uh, spiraling out of control started. Um, I ended up having a lot of different things go through my mind in the aftermath of that. Um, she ended up like basically grabbing me and her old man. Like she got me in the car and then wrangled him and then we left. Um, yeah, when we got back to their place, he ended up trying to like give me a hug, which, uh, <laughs> so if you don't know me, I'm, when I'm not a touchy person, like I'm not a touchy person. And if I don't fucking know you and I'm, you know what I mean? In one of these, um, mindsets, like don't fucking touch me. Like that is like the last thing I want. I'm like, if I don't know you, I have like, don't fucking touch me. Like that just makes me get like 10 times worse. Like get the fuck away from me. A part of me feels bad about that because I was a guest in this guy's home, but at the same time, like, I flipped the fuck out even further. And, um, a lot of things ended up going through my mind. I had a lot of spiraling thoughts in realizing, like, um, you know, I, like, I felt like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why did, you know, why did it take what it did for me to let go of the unhappy situation that I was in with my fucking marriage? Because that, like, that's something I was carrying for a really long time, you know, like, like, I, I guess is really fucked up and backwards. Like there's a part of me that has a very strong sense of ownership to the fact that I was assaulted by my spouse and I let it get to that point before I actually walked out. Like that is, you know what I mean? That's what I fucking carry. Like it had to get that bad for me to fucking leave. Um, but anyhow, like this is one of the many thoughts that came into my mind. Um, in these moments and like it was really strange because I almost feel like to some effect she didn't really know what to do because like I mean she was there the best that she could be you know like listening to me ramble on but I think um it's um unexpected I guess because usually I'm really good at keeping like put, putting all that shit in Pandora's box I mean I'll kind of talk about it but like allowing this level of uh emotion in this kind of a circumstance to bubble up to the surface is not really normal and mind you this is one of the people that told me something was fucking wrong with me and i needed to get on medications in like 2017 so um yeah to imagine like how fucked up i was in 2017 and then this is like worse like in in person and blowing up it was just yeah this is pretty wild stuff but anyhow after that, when I ended up going home, I ended, I had a couple of conversations. One of them was with my oldest brother. And then the other one was with, um, my mom's youngest sister. And there was something about going over all of those things and what had happened over that weekend with them. It gave me just like an epiphany. And I say that cause like it was, it was like, like holy shit um a phrase popped into my head that I hadn't thought about and I hadn't thought like it was like a subconscious thing um like that I buried fucking deep 
from when I was a kid. And it's something that I remembered, like when it came back, it came back, you know, the thought process and the feeling attached to it. And that's that I feel like I don't exist. This used to be a cycling thought when I was younger, like those, you know, kind of obsessive and very unhealthy. And um, anyhow, like having this pop back into my head gave me a very strong sense of understanding to a lot of my unhealthy behavior patterns. Um, an example of that would be something that I tended to do a lot in the working environment. Um, so one of my biggest triggers, okay, and this, this pertains to that. One of my biggest triggers is when I feel like I'm not being listened to. Um, I've known about this for a very long time. But what I didn't understand was the why behind it until like this happened. And um, usually what I will do in a working environment when I feel as though I'm not being listened to, I like I, you know, if I'm having a conversation with somebody like I'll take it up. You know, what I mean, like every time I say the same shit over and over again, I take it up another notch, you know, just a little bit louder, a little bit firmer, a little bit louder, a little bit firmer. And so it would turn into this really hyper aggressive. Like I, it's the only way I can think of to describe it is like hyper aggressive behavior. It's like borderline combative because I feel as though I'm being invalidated in those moments. And then, you know, last year after this fun holiday weekend, when I was, you know, processing everything that happened, that's when I realized that that's where this stems from. Like, you know what I mean? Because this is basically me getting caught in a trauma response of um, feeling invisible and feeling like, you know, I'm basically being dismissed. And um, the reason that that comes to the surface so easily is from accepting this behavior within the confines of my marriage, because this is something that also would frequently come up in, you know, day-to-day -day things within my household. You know, an example of that is like, uh, I am a clean freak. I like a clean house. Um, and I felt as though I got no support or borderline no support regarding that for like 15 years. So to that effect, in my mind, my, my mental health is not of importance to my spouse because of that one, because of that behavior. Um, my mental health is not important to my spouse because of the ways in which I would be put down because of the things that th they had envy and, you know, because of the desire to control me and basically live vicariously through me, um, their desires, whatever. Um, so that would be another example of that. Um, you know, like any, like just anything that came up on a consistent basis, you know, what's really weird because it seemed like, what I'll say is this, when it came to the big things, my ex was there for me. But when it came to every other day of the week, it's like, I didn't fucking matter. You know, like the, it's like the entirety of the relationship revolved around them. And I allowed this to happen because like, I got tired of fighting really early on and, you know, rather than 
fighting a losing battle, I just fucking gave up and, you know, started just and like engaging in enabling behaviors and it just spiraled out of control from there, you know, like this is that that was my lot. That's what I allowed to happen, you know. And um it's difficult um to think of in retrospect like cuz I'm I don't understand like what the fuck happened to me, you know? Cuz at the end of the day and this is something I'm coming to terms with as I come out of this is like I feel like I came out of that relationship a shell of a person. Like I didn't even know who I was anymore because of how much I was being controlled on a regular basis in just minute things. And there are things that I don't think a lot of people would think of, you know, like, huh, that's interesting. Like, uh, I was only about half involved when it came to like any of the decorating of the house, you know, realistically speaking, you know, anytime I had an opinion regarding, well, anything of importance, um, because my opinion was different from theirs, the response that I would get would just be to tell me to stop being negative. You know, I was skeptical about buying the house, uh, because of my credit at the time. And I was told to stop being negative. We got the house, even though I wasn't sure it was a good idea. So that's another act of invalidation. You know, every time there was a home project that came up, you know, if I was skeptical or, you know, if I didn't like the idea, then I was just being negative. Um, an example of that would be, um, that, uh, there was a downstairs, um, bathroom in the basement and my ex wanted to basically build like wall up the toilet area. Cause it's a pretty large room. Like, even though it just had like a toilet and a sink, it was very big open space and they wanted to wall up the toilet area and was talking about the how and um I just didn't see this as being a good idea and I verbalized that and again stop being negative but yet at the same time like I'm also um being made to participate in this thing that I have no desire like I have I have no sense of ownership to this whatsoever you know the only ownership I have is that this motherfucker don't know how to read a tape measure so Somebody's got to make these, you know, measure these pieces of wood and mark them so they get cut accurately and, you know, help put up insulation and whatever the fuck else. Um, so, like, that would be another example. Like, there's a plethora of them to choose from. These are just big ones because they're the, what stands out. Like, a lot of the smaller ones I've brought up, it's just that it half Like, I've brought up and talked about it. It's just the thing you have to envision when you're thinking about this is this is happening on a regular basis, you know, like every to every other day, there's something wrong with what I'm cooking, you know, at least once a week, there's something wrong with what I'm wearing. Um, you know, when the big things come up around the house, I'm being negative. Um, it's just daily, like, you know what I mean? Nonstop. Um, if I want to go to bed at a different hour than, you know, them, I was made to feel bad because I had a different sleeping schedule because we had different work schedules. You know, there was a period for a while where, um, I had to be at work at either 3 a.m. or 6 a.m. 
And because of the shift that they were working, I was basically guilted into staying up and, you know, considerably later, like, I pretty much didn't fucking sleep, okay? Like, there was, like, a year and a half where, like, I was lucky, and this was not even high, you know what I mean? This wasn't even because of high stress, this was just because of, you know, the manipulation that was being involved, is that, you know, if I wanted different sleeping hours than, you know, them or, you know, whatever, if basically if I wanted to take care of myself, you know, over them, like that's not okay. That was the message that was received. That may not have been the intended message, but that at the end of the day, that was the message received is that I am not allowed to take care of myself. I have to take care of you first. You know, like for example, one of the things that I'm remembering now that I'm on my own is another one is that, um, I have hobbies, like multiples of them. Um, it's pretty wild. Um, I like to read. I like to write. I sometimes do drawing. I'd like to try my hand at painting. I've done it a little bit, but like, I think I need more experience or whatever. Um, I also do sewing and a vast other assortment of arts and crafts. But um, anytime I tried to partake in any of these other things, you know, at any other previous point in our relationship, like I wasn't allowed to, if like, if I had time to dedicate to this, then I should be paying attention to them. And that's basically how it went. You know, anytime I tried to read a book, it would be consistently interrupted. You know, like any, like if I tried to clean the house when they were at home, um, you know, like they would be upset. Uh, and it's just like, it didn't matter what I did on a day-to-day -day basis. This is, this is just how things grew, you know, and it was more consistent that this happened than it didn't. And I don't understand how I did this for 15 fucking years. Like I did this for 15 fucking years. And I think one of the reasons why I did this for 15 years is because there's a large part of me that feels as though... I am well felt like now I'm kind of I'm getting better. Rome wasn't built in a day, but that felt as though like I am not worthy of love and the idea that there is some other person out there that actually wants to spend this, you know what I mean? Like that values and I use that term real fucking loosely, really fucking loosely. But there's this other person out there that actually values me to the point of wanting to, you know, get into this long-term committed relationship is like completely boggles my fucking mind because, you know, in a subconscious level, I basically have been feeling like I'm a broken person. And I think that's one of the other reasons why I put up with it as long as I did was because, you know, of feeling like I'm a broken person, you know, going in it, like at a, like, you know what I mean? At a cellular level, like this isn't a conscious thought in any capacity. This is just like, this is what's, you know, deep, 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 deep down at the inside. Like this is, this is the way in which my brain is broken is that I had low self-worth. Like there are some parts of me that still do, but this is something that I'm working past because I'm in the process of getting to know, but who am I really, you know, what do I enjoy? Um, you know, what are the positive attributes of myself and things to that effect? But, uh, yeah, this is, um, uh, 
childhood invalidation, basically, like, and feeling the need to seek validation from outside um, stimulus is basically, yeah, this is why I'm so combative. This is, you know, or in a, in a home environment, it was like the exact opposite. This would work. At work, I would be very combative and aggressive. And at home, I would just like, it wouldn't be shutting down, but it was almost like shutting down. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, it got to a point where, like, because I didn't want to deal with the fallout of what would happen if I did use my own voice, I just stopped. You know, I just, whatever. Like, okay. You know, you, you, you want a steak and a salad for dinner? Okay. The steak's too rare. Okay. Um, you don't want this. Okay. And it, it's just like I was allowing this to defeat me. And I'm hammering this home because I'm sure there's thousands of people out there, maybe even millions, I don't fucking know, that have been through either something similar or the same. Um, like the whole experience was hard. Although that's not to say I'm infallible. I'm not like the way that we built that relationship. You know, I, I enabled my ex to the point where I resented them. And when I say I resented them, I mean like I resented them. Like there were many, many moments like towards the end where like, I could have easily gotten really fucking violent. I mean, it did, it did get to the point though, like towards the end where sometimes I feel like they were intentionally like pushing my buttons to get a rise out of me. And in those moments I would become physically violent. I mean, it wasn't like really in a fight. It was more like in a ha ha joking kind of way, but you know, those ones where you're like, but are you really joking? Mm. But, um, yeah, that happened frequently enough. That was another behavior pattern that I had to recognize in myself that, uh, there was a period for a while where I was very acclimated to having a human punching bag once a month when my hormones would get out of whack. And the person that I would use for that was my ex. Like, I don't think that was right. And I don't think that's okay. But at the same time, looking back on the situation, the more I observe and analyze, the more I understand my behaviors. And uh, I'm trying to be more aware of this when it comes to, you know, any other human contact going forward. Because, like, I can't undo every anything that's already happened. Like, that's it's in the past. It's over. But what I can do is be cognizant of the things that I do and the things that I say and how they impact others. Like some days I succeed at that and some days I don't succeed as much, but I still aim for some sense of awareness in all of my interactions with other people because it makes the fucking world go round. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I think I've gotten to the point now where I look at things a little bit differently than I used to, you know, like there's no need to be difficult just for the sake of being difficult. There's no need to be ugly just for the sake of being ugly, you know, like thinking about my own behaviors and my uh, intentions and the whys, like to what end, 
You know, what good does this serve to do this this way? What good does this serve to do this that way? You know? And, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I think I'm just trying to operate treating other people how I would want to be treated if I was in their shoes. And that's kind of, like, that's what I'm trying to do to the best of my ability going forward. So, talk about a lesson learned the hard way, right? Like, the really fucking hard way. But, um, that's all I have on that topic for tonight. Um, hope everybody has a great night and, uh, be well.